0: The Podcast Show. Giving ideas a voice.
1: Hi, welcome to the podcast show. This is Shida Osman today. And on the podcast show, we feature the upcoming and the best podcasters in Asia and internationally as well. And today in our studio, I am very fortunate to have Luke Tan in the studio.
0: Indeed, thank you for the invite (laughs) and thank you for allowing me to be on the show, I'm I'm excited.
1: So he is the host for Awake Asia, correct me if I'm wrong, is that right?
0: Awake Asia podcast, correct.
1: Right, how are you feeling today?
0: Yeah, I'm feeling great, feeling pumped, you know, um, I'm actually leaving for US, New York and Montreal on Sunday, so mm. really, really pumped, kind of in holiday mode already, so...
1: Is it for work, or...?
0: No, I'm actually going for a friend's wedding in New York, and then my wife's from Montreal, Canada, so we're going to be visiting um, my in-laws, so I'm really excited.
1: How exciting is that?
0: Yeah, and I think it's spring now, and the foliage is going to be showing, so it's going to be... It's, well-deserved, let's just say.
1: I think spring is, spring and fall is one of the best
0: Yeah, 100%. Seasons, right?
1: <laughs> 100%. <laughs> right. So, let's get into your podcast, Awake Asia. So, um, correct me if I'm wrong once again. Um, you started it in April 2019, is that right?
0: Correct, this year. Right. Yep. So,
1: um, just let's run through with the listeners, the stories behind it. And I realized that, y- did you do it with, like, did you started it with your better half and your you? I because I realized when I listen to it, you always address her as your better half, and it's really sweet.
0: <laughs> she is, she is. She's my. I'm. I'm the Yang. She's the Yin. Uh, it's about finding balance in my life. And yeah, she's the better half. Um, I mean, we 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 we're, we're great together. But yeah, I mean, we initially started it together. But because she works full time, so most of the time I actually do. The interviews. Mm-hmm. So the goal is eventually for her to sit next to me and and for us to co-host and co-interview um, like-minded speakers. So, but yeah, I mean, I started it in April. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit of background: the reason why I started the podcast was um, I've, I've been a co-host for the Plant Fit Summit. It's mm-hmm. a global online event. I relaunched it. I launched it with my business partner and good friend Toby, mm-hmm. um, and we've. Up to this point, we've interviewed about almost a hundred uh, experts in plant-based health, fitness, and nutrition. So doctors, athletes, um, people who have overcome severe illness. Mm. So we started that. I uh, we started that whole Plant fit Summit in 2017. Launched it at the Singapore Library, the National Library. Actually, to be honest, right. so that was my office for a while. I loved the 11th floor. I think it's 11th floor, and you should just see the See the whole Marina Bay area, and, and I kind of play this game that I imagine that I'm I'm this top level CEO that right, that right. has a corner office, right. but I'm really in the National I would do, Library.
1: I would do the same thing. <laughs> yeah, if I had exactly.
0: The- <laughs> you play that game. Just imagine, visualize. <laughs> because but
1: how often can you have an office? There, exactly, right?
0: exactly, and with such a panoramic view, panoramic view. So, so yeah, that was 2017 all the way up to 2019. So. Having that experience interviewing experts from all around the world, particularly in the US, most of our markets in the US, mm. I had this thought that maybe I should just kind of transition to a podcast medium because the, ev- the the event that we actually have is seasonal. So every September we launch it. So after that, once the, the free period is over, mm. a lot of the interviews and a lot of the content, which is really life-changing content, um, that people really get value from isn't available anymore in that sense for free because it's just a gated period. So I just really wanted to get these other experts that I've spoken to Mm. and share their knowledge and inspiration to to allow for this information to be readily available, whether it's diabetes, whether it's um, fitness, whether it's health, whether it's mindset. Um, And the purpose of the podcast is to inspire people to live a fit, healthy, conscious life. Purpose driven lifestyle, so so I think um, a lot of times like f- after two thousand and eighteen, mm. I was say um, one of my friends was asking me, "Luke, why don't you start a podcast?" And I was just like, umming and ahhing. Mm. and I think a lot of it was fear. You know, as you know, you you kind of put yourself out there, Completely draw your life. Yeah. It's like, okay, what if it doesn't work? What if I don't know what to ask? What if I can't? All the stimulate? what ifs. All yeah. the what if, and uh, two thousand and nineteen. You know what? I just read a blog post on how to start a podcast, I think it was April, start of April, and I just saw the ins and outs of everything. I was just like, you know what? Let's just do it. See what happens. Yeah. And and that's that's the only way you can kind of grow and start. Just make a decision, draw, draw a, a line in the sand and just say, I'm just going to do it, see what happens. And because I do a lot of training myself and I look at it as I'm putting in my repetitions, mm. you know, it's about, you know, in order to progress and grow in fitness, you need to, train, experience resistance, you need to push to the last rep, push out of your comfort zone to experience growth. And that's how I look at uh, launching the Awake Asia podcast and beyond bringing these um, health and wellness experts from the US, I Mm. really wanted to share what they've done and all their knowledge to the Asian audience, but also being in Asia, being born as a Singaporean, I mean, I spent half my life in Melbourne, Australia, I just realized there's so many good people doing great things here. And just through our previous chat you shared that that there are local podcasters that I, I didn't actually know about. Mm. So to be able to share what's happening in Asia to a Western audience and that was my goal and my hope. Yeah. And and yeah, I mean uh, I, I shared earlier about um Rich Roll being one of my biggest inspirations and I believe in modeling success. I love what he does mm. in advocating. Um uh, message of health, wellness, um, conscious living, entrepreneurship. And I want to kind of model what he does. Mm. So so to cut alongs I mean, that was kind of a, a pretty long answer to your question.
1: <laughs> no, it's completely okay. But, yeah,
0: but, but that's essentially how and why I started my podcast and just to have a different uh, medium to, to share this message to inspire people to just kind of step up and, and live their best life
1: right right so speaking of awake asia what do you think generally about the fitness industry in singapore itself i think i know for me personally i think in comparison to america and europe everybody is into the gym industry right but in singapore what do you think about i think it's a bit so it's like the podcasting industry as well it's a bit slow and unknown but in comparison to America and Europe what do you think about it
0: yeah I actually think the fitness industry is definitely growing it has grown in the past five years because I mean I mentioned that I was based in Melbourne so I've been coming back to Singapore every year for my yearly holiday and I think in the last five years, I've just noticed like a boom because I CrossFit and initially I, I realized that there was just a handful of CrossFit boxes, but mm. now there's so many CrossFit boxes, big gym chains opening, um, small small boutique gyms. Opening. And I think it's just, it's just this whole fitness industry is actually growing. And last, a few months ago, I was speaking at... Um, uh, Expro, mm. it's, a, it's a fitness convention and that was kind of the very, very first Expro um, f- uh, for fitness professionals here, seminars for personal trainers to upskill. Mm-hmm. So that was the very first one and last year was Fit. So all these fitness conventions are starting to arrive in Singapore. So I think the fitness industry is starting to grow. Yeah. And the thing about Asia is that once something catches on, that's it. It's wildfire. Exactly.
1: So a thing.
0: it'll be interesting to see not just on the fitness front, but also um, the podcasting mm. um, side of things.
1: So just to digress a bit, where do you see Awake Asia uh, placement in the fitness industry in Singapore or in Asia?
0: I think I, I to be honest, I, I don't really. I would. I wish I could answer that <laughs> question. I don't really know where it where it's going. Mm. I'm just kind of just kind of taking each step as it comes learning and it's about like me putting in the reps Mm. um like when i first started training i you know i was wanting to go into bodybuilding and competed in bodybuilding but i never knew that i would end up wanting to train for crossfit doing gymnastics Mm. or i'm right now training towards going for navy seal kind of camp i have to
1: buck up man (laughs)
0: Yeah, so so maybe maybe we can have a chat about fitness later. True, true. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I mean, I think um, I'm I look at it as putting the reps in, and I I. I <laughs> to be honest like I model Rich Roll and ritual podcast and hopefully mm-hmm. I'll be able to spread awareness of um, conscious fitness health and entrepreneurship but also inspire the local local people to just kind of step up face your fears and just get out there because I think I think um, you know um, the podcast industry I think Graham shared the the report that he did right. it was very very like I read it it was like wow Okay, it's very insightful right? very very insightful and to know that um, you know 3.5 billion um, middle class by 2030 and I mean right now Southeast Asia well about 640 million right. roughly 641 and China 1.2 billion it's <laughs> it's such a huge you know catchment in that sense and I find that um, I mean I like it's, it's still, I'm excited to see where it grows. I'm not, right. so to answer your question, I'm not 100% sure where mm. where Wake Asia is going. But, but you know, for me, it's just about giving a voice to people um, that have really good information that can move mm. people and inspire people to live a better life. And I come from that place of a, a strong why, strong purpose to serve, mm. to offer good information. And I think when you come From a place of why, like Simon Sinek, the the how and what just kind of eventually fall into place.
1: Right. I think the intentions that you have are really good. Because like I said, similar to the podcasting industry as well, it's a growing industry here Mm. in Singapore and in Asia itself. So that's why I think it's... I I listened to a few of your episodes and I think it's really interesting because I I think it's something new to me. Other than we were talking about Jack Thomas before this, right? So I think... What you're doing is really good because I learn a lot from it as well. Like I said, I need to get in shape. (laughs) So, yeah. So, speaking of your podcast, let's go into it a bit. Of course. How do you source for your guests? Like, is it from your network itself or is it from your…
0: Yeah, I think a good question. I mean, for me, it's definitely from my existing network Mm. because of the connections that I have in the US, in Australia… Um, but also just through their network as well. And, and I think also beyond these experts and inspirational stories in the US, I've met a few people that are doing great things here. And, and for example, uh, my little girl goes to playgroup and her...
1: Sienna, right? Sienna, yes. Yeah. Yeah,
0: Sienna goes to playgroup. And I'm and at her birthday party, I met um, one of her little friends, her mm. friend's um, dad. Um, and apparently he was telling me, I was asking him what he was doing, and he says that he's an explorer. I was like, what what do you mean by being an explorer? He says, well, I spent months uh, on end in the Antarctic and Arctic just exploring, and just looking at the whales, looking at seeing what, what, um, what happens in these mm. ex- extremely remote regions, and he's been approached by like BBC to document wow. certain things. So, just stories like that, and and I think I come from the place of seeing and and listening and 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 appreciating people living their their, their truth and just really putting themselves out. They're not going not following the traditional kind of norms mold or the norms of okay, I'm just going to get a job. I'm just gonna work nine to five. I'm just gonna happily exist in this job, but really putting themselves out there doing something that's out of the ordinary yeah, and pushing their and potential pushing their, and pushing their potential in 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 all ways. But but I think you know, in the whole the, our whole lifetime is just such a short. Correct. You want to live your best life. You want to do what makes you happy. We spend so much time kind of working in that mm. sense, you might as well do something that you love and pa- are passionate about. So so I, I don't think I really answered your question, no, but no, I hope no. I did.
1: <laughs> no, no, you did. Um, speaking of that, mm. um, did you have any difficulties when you started Awake Asia? Uh,
0: of, course, of course. I mean, it's firstly, it's that fear aspect. Mm. And fortunately, my background is in uh, media and I studied audio enge- audio engineering mm-hmm. f- prior to getting into fitness so I had a bit of a tech background to mm-hmm. a certain very very top level tech um but I think the, the challenge was just getting everything together so like the whole awake Asia podcast I literally do everything so right. I feel overwhelmed the challenge is just feeling that perfection
1: i understand you you know what it, yeah. you know
0: what it's like to have the perfect edits to have the perfect sound to have the perfect image you know like initially when i first started the podcast i was like what's that little screen that they put on instagram with the waveform Audiograms. When they talk? yeah i yeah. didn't know that word no no me neither <laughs> i didn't know that was audiogram I was just like, but
1: you know that it exists right I knew you exist
0: exactly i was just like what is that like Image and then I Google image with waveform, Instagram, Google, Google, and eventually I stumble on the word, oh that's an audiogram.
1: But that's the beauty of it, isn't it? Like like for us, for me as well, I shifted from a personal podcast to uh not corporate but to having it as my job. So the thing the terms just come in later on. Because I was like, wait, what's that? Wait, I know that, but I don't know what the name of that thing is. So that's when you discover as well, as much as... you face difficulties but you learn your strengths as well. Exactly. Right. Exactly.
0: And and I think it's you you overcome the need to as time goes by you just think it doesn't have to be perfect. You just need to progress. You just need to just jump in there and, and do it and just get it out there. And and I think it like like you, it's about being resourceful as well. Right. I think we live in such an abundant time where information is literally uh, everywhere. Everywhere. You just need to have the will and the drive to search and mm. you're gonna find the answers that you're Looking for
1: right, just in a general term, because mm. um, we were talking uh, before we started this conversation. So we were talking that there is such a huge in America podcasting is huge of course. in Europe in UK as well. The podcasting scene is huge mm. from a podcaster point of view itself. So being in a general term or anything like that. But what do you think? Maybe the gap in the um, Asia podcasting industry. Like, maybe, is it ads? Is it sponsorship? Because I know it's still, we talked about this, and I know it's still growing here in Singapore, but in Asia itself, I think China and South Korea actually has a pretty much comprehensive um, startup to podcasting. But I'm just trying to figure out what may be um, the gap. Like, for me itself, because America, they are always heavy on ads and sponsorship. Mm. So, what do you think might be the gap? Is it cultural? Is it... um, is is it economics or is it like digital transformation is it because no one is moving towards digital transformation that they're not they do not know about podcasting
0: I think I don't know maybe I speak from my my example Mm. my own my own experience like I don't really know what the gap is but my own feeling and my own could be fear Mm. I think fear stops us from a lot of of doing standing out being different because Asian culture you just kind of you you just kind of feel a little bit close in all right i, I don't want to stand out i don't want to put myself out there just in case you know people judge me and things like so it could be cultural right so i experienced that fear before initially like in 2017 2000, i was like podcast i love listening to podcasts. can you Im- i i could not imagine that i would be in front of a mic speaking to people let right. alone launching my summit and it's funny because when i launched my summit in 2017 i had this idea of doing this planet Fit summit um Uh, when I was interviewed for a different summit Mm. and I approached my business partner and friend Toby and Toby just said let's do it and I was the first thing I was like are you serious and he's just like yeah let's do it I just could not fathom putting my voice in my face and sending out Whatever we're doing to tens of thousands of people, it was that fear?
1: Right. Was it the first time that you? Yeah, that was the first time. So I
0: jumped in the deep, deep end, and it was great because Toby was the one was that was there that was just kind of push me in.
1: You just need that push, right? I just
0: you just need that push, and I, I, my from my point of view at least, I think it's it's fear as well. Although I mean, I'm starting to see, not starting to see. I've I've seen that there are a lot of local Instagram influences, right. so it's more visual medium um and I actually find that you know there's obviously with YouTube there's a lot of high production value mm. a high production value um uh, little skits on just everyday problems in Singapore, which right. I find it quite fascinating but podcasts there like, you're right there is this huge kind of gap So I I think maybe it's just fear maybe that's my my what's your thought?
1: Mm. for me I think um, that's a good question because I've always been in (laughs) Mm. I think for me personally as well as a podcaster I think cultural is one of it Mm. definitely I agree with you and the other would be fear I agree with you as well but Uh, I can't speak for everyone when I say this, but when I first started podcasting, I was telling Graham about this, that my friend was like, hey, I have a podcast, listen to it. And they're like, wait, what's a podcast?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Right? Because everyone is into traditional advertising Mm, and also newspapers and stuff like that. But when you think about it, nobody has the time to sit down and actually read books. Yeah. So I think um, it's also... In Singapore itself, podcasting is not huge. Mm-hmm. But if you look at China and South Korea... Yeah,
0: South Korea is was blown away with st- statistics.
1: Right, exactly. And they're huge there because I think they're much more... For me, I'm going to be honest, I'm yep. not digitally um, well-versed. Mm. I'm learning myself as mm. and when I'm actually jumping out of my comfort zone, I'm learning as well. So I think I would agree with you. It's cultural, it's fear. People do not want to go out of their comfort zones mm. as well. And when they think of podcasting, they actually put it together with visual content as mm. YouTube. The first thing that comes to mind, this is from my friends and from my families as well. Mm-hmm. The first thing that comes to mind when you think of podcasting is production. Yep. and the time invested in yep. it the fear of that, yep. So
0: that's a, that's actually a good very good point that you brought up because there mm. is a, a bit of back a, a fair bit of back ends and tech. Yeah, that goes behind it. So exactly, yeah, yeah. it's
1: equipment and also you have to know how to edit on a mm. basic note. Because I know it basically. Like if for me to go technical into it, I can. But yep. all of this takes time.
0: Hundred percent.
1: And I think Singapore is so fast paced mm. that nobody is wanting to spend that much time. And yep. furthermore, that like for me, I when I was doing personal podcasting as well. This I'm so happy to get this job because it's something that I love as yep. well. But most of the podcasters in Singapore and in Asia have a day job,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah that's actually a really, really good point because, yeah, we're time for.
1: Right. Very, very
0: time for and to get an episode out. I mean, a one-hour interview is just a tip of the iceberg. Right. Um. Beyond that, and and yeah, I mean, um. Over, you know, it's yeah. I that's I that's now uh, now that you know you brought that up, I think mm. uh, it's a really p- good point for consideration.
1: I think it's a fear of time that people do not want to invest. It's either me and my team and Graham were talking about this. There's always a sweet spot of a podcast, probably like. People can start yeah. maintaining a podcast. It's, is a huge thing. Yeah. yeah, So there's a lot of um, elements that goes into it.
0: And now that you bring that up, and that's mm. actually also what I've been thinking because I actually get stressed getting another guest on because I'm doing...
1: Completely. Understand. Yeah,
0: I'm doing all of that stuff. So, you know, it's like I'm looking... Like, after speaking to one of my podcast guests who's a time management expert mm. in Australia, she says, Luke, why are you doing... All of that, you can outsource it.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah.
0: you just go to um, freelancer, put your pitch up, and I did that. And fortunately, I got um, eight episodes done, and it was like, Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> oh my goodness. But yeah, time. Time is the right? very, very big one. Yeah.
1: I think that was that maybe one of the mm. elements that contributes to why podcasting is so, right. because it's so fast paced here it in is. Asia, not it only is. in Singapore. It is. It uh, is. Speaking of guests, mm. Is it for your podcast, uh, have you done, I realized that, have you done monologues only or is it guest-based?
0: Guest-based, I haven't done, really done monologues just mm-hmm. yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I would say right now, it's just guest-based, is about sharing what the guests, um, their story, mm. their knowledge. Um,
1: is there any memorable episode in your podcast?
0: I think, uh, let me see, memorable one, I'm just going through. I think that, there are a few. Mm-hmm. I think one that that's a good one. Let, let, let me I'm just kind of going through who okay. I <laughs> who I've uh, chatted and interviewed. The first person that came to mind came comes to mind is um Fraser Bailey. I actually just released this podcast mm. and he's um he's a ex butcher turned strength and vegan nutritionist and strength coach. So to hear his story from butcher to the being on the floor, right to where he is right now, he's one of the top um, strength and nutrition coaches in the U.S. in this space. Mm-hmm. Um, to hear, firstly, hear his story, but also chat about what um, masculinity means, because masculinity is about, all right, that that alpha male yeah. that aggression you need meat and things like that and for us to chat about you know how parenthood has shifted our value systems and what an evolved alpha male should um, to be is about being uh, be, having having to live in service to, to cause no harm mm. to, to, to be in touch with your emotions so I, I really that's like that's
1: actually a very good topic
0: yeah so I, I think that was a topic that we tackled because um there's so much masculine energy and, mm. and so much Masculine energy is testosterone, it's competition, and we know that that doesn't work. You know, that's why the world is the way we need more feminine energy, more healing, more nurturing energy in the world, Mm -hmm. that yin and yang, that balance. So we talked about that. So Frasier comes to mind as one of my, I mean, one of my top ones. And also, um, I think Rebecca Capelli, uh, my wife and I were featured on her film, Let Us Be Heroes in oh, wow. So it was an award-winning film. She She's a TEDx speaker as well. So we had a really deep and meaningful conversation. About um, um, conscious living, but also um the fashion industry. Mm. so so those those two are the, the first two that spring to mind.
1: Rebecca Capelli and Fraser
0: Bailey Bailey. Bailey. yeah oh, interesting. Recent.
1: Rebecca Capelli is the recent episode, right? Uh, uh, no
0: Fraser Bailey is the the latest one. I literally released it just yesterday. Mm. like yeah, yesterday. yeah.
1: okay, interesting. So um as we're talking about podcasts, mm. do you have any favorite podcasts that you have right now? Right
0: right now I would say I mean Rich Roll has been my 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 longtime favorite Mm. for for a while. But now I'm starting to listen to Unbeatable Mind um, by Mark Devine. He's an ex-Navy SEAL commander because my goal and my next goal is to attend one of the Navy SEAL fit camps in California. Mm. And that's next year. So, you know, for me to to be the best, I I, you know, I want to be the best and strongest version of myself so that I can help people around me um particularly fathers and that's that's a different project that i'm working on right now i won't go into that but Mm. i think about modeling success i want to know how he thinks um what his values are and i really love that podcast because it's not just about um, mental fortitude but it's also it covers parenting it covers um um having uh, a very very um stoic kind of mindset so mm-hmm. be, be in the sense where um, you're not reacting to surgeons not reacting not living in reaction but rather responding and you know being like a ninja mm-hmm. kind of, or, or like a jiu-jitsu uh, not really jiu-jitsu what's ha- aikido working with the force but kind of kind of um, not reacting to it
1: and working around it. working yeah.
0: around it correct so that's that's the the two and and i think right now i'm just really into audiobooks
1: audiobooks? Which yeah. audiobooks are you listening to? Right now I'm
0: listening to Carl Newport's Digital Minim- Minimalism. Mm. So, because sometimes I find myself mindlessly scrolling and mm. I find that social media, particularly with Facebook and Instagram, can be quite, um, uh, it's quite absorbing, you mm. know, in that sense. So I'm just trying to detach from, detach. It, it teaches people how to detach from, uh from from technology and, and have um have a good relationship with it. Right. Um so yeah that's that's what I'm listening to right now.
1: Mm-hmm, interesting. I should I should check them out. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> you should, you should, yeah. Uh,
1: what okay, but this is I'm just digressing. This is mm, off the, okay. So what do you want to see in the local podcasting community? You think? Like, think, what do you want to see more?
0: I think I would like to see just more people stepping up and just mm. doing their podcasts, and and for us to have chats like that. Yeah, you know, yeah. I think it's fun. Um, locals just to chat about you know struggles, and and I think I just like to see people just be proud of who they who they are, mm-hmm. um, be okay to be different, um, and not be so PC uh, because <laughs> you yeah. know I put an explicit warning on on mine, and and sometimes. I know a, f- a few guests, a couple of guests of mine has said, uh, said uh, dropped an F-bomb and stuff. Like sometimes people just go,
1: oh my goodness, you know, he just dropped an F-bomb. But that's the good thing about podcasting. Yeah. If you have a personal podcast, you can actually do that exactly. because it's not, you can't do that on radio. Of exactly, course.
0: exactly. And I think, uh, you know, it's it's about being real. Mm. It's not having that perfect image and not having that perfect kind of, you know, yeah facade in that sense. So yeah, I guess to answer your question, I would love to see more more podcasters come up and just kind of do their thing, share about whether it's magic cards or share about uh, their life in army or share about the MRT or whatever it is, whatever mm-hmm. whatever that uh, rocks their boat. Um, but yeah, I would love to see see um, people just kind of fulfilling and just stepping out and just, just, you know, just having fun.
1: Yeah, I agree with you on that. I think the beauty of podcast is that it's raw it and is. I think it has a charm in comparison mm. to visuals as well. Who would you like to see on the podcast show? On the
0: podcast show, hmm. are, are we talking podcasters or
1: anyone? Anyone yeah. that you probably look upon too that you think, oh my god, this person would be awesome if they started a podcast.
0: Hmm, that that's actually a good that's actually a good question. Uh, I would say. Going through my mind with all my faces right now.
1: I'm thinking of one myself as well.
0: Yeah, who would I? Who would I? Who would I like? Um, I guess we can edit this pause out.
1: (laughs) No, it's okay. (laughs) It's completely fine. Maybe I can. Um, did you know that while you're thinking about it? Did you know that um, Barack Obama? Is starting a podcast. Wow! And Michelle Obama. Wow! Yeah, they're starting. That, that. will be
0: that would be incredible.
1: Like yeah. in the land of that, that would be amazing. Right? Yeah. I had one guest on the show who was saying that I asked him the same question, like who would you want to be on the show, and they were saying prime ministers.
0: Oh yeah, that will <laughs> that that will be great. Put them on the spot, and then uh, hopefully you know, right. and, and and keep it real, keep it raw, because you know where. Where mainstream media and you know prime ministers, it's it's kind of censored and it's kind of boxed in into this whole. Um, I would say, uh, I, w- I don't even like to say the word agenda, but, mm. but there is there is this kind of um f- f- box right. facade that you, you need to your prime minister, you need to say certain you things. Have you have to have a front, so to be for them to share about their real struggles. Yeah. I think it'll be great.
1: I think Najib Ali. Have you heard of him? Najib yes, yes. I think he would be Yeah, he would be he would be Don't you think so?
0: Yeah, I I was I'm also thinking like Lo if you you brought that up like Ivan Heng Good choice. Ivan Heng would be amazing. I mean he's such a brilliant actor.
1: That's so awesome. Adrian um, Pang.
0: Um it's not it now. See, now you have got my brain <laughs> thinking. I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually thinking of, um, I've connected with her, um, trying to get Nadia Hutagalong.
1: <gasps> I love her. Old MTV. Yeah, old MTV. was <laughs> like I used, I used to have a crush on you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's, yeah, you know? she's pretty. She is, and she's smart as uh, well. She is,
0: and she's, uh, she. I know she's, um, into conservation of elephants yeah. as well. So yeah, N- Nadia Hutagalong. Um, who else? Who else would? Who else would would be yeah? I mean those that would be the first. So so thank you for kind of sparking that that <laughs> it's that okay. that, that memory.
1: Sonia Cooling, if you remember all the old VJs, Mike Kasem yes. is on radio.
0: Yeah yeah yeah. Sonia Cooling, <laughs> Where was Sonia Cooling from?
1: Um, <laughs> she I've, is from Thailand. If I'm not she, wrong, she was she a
0: model or was she a VJ? Or? She was a VJ.
1: I uh, think back then with Nadia Hutagalung, there was right. Sonia Cooling, there was Mike Kasem and there right. was Casey. If I'm not wrong.
0: Right, yeah, yeah, and b- yeah. And
1: like bringing everything back to the old yeah, MTV. Yeah, yeah. Those were
0: name. awesome days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, Douglas Olivero rolling Oh my times.
1: god, those were so, yeah, I know, but those were good, good times, you see. Yeah, and yeah. the way that, I think, just dig- digressing for yeah. a bit, I think the old MTV is awesome because like it's stories, they have MTV Cribs. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah and yeah. they
1: have like, um, there was cartoon series. Is there no more MTV Asia now or... Is- There is, I think, not that I watch TV now, but I think there is, but it's saturated, not as good as the one, personally, from my point of view, not as good as the one that we saw back then.
0: Yeah, I think probably because that was kind of the only medium, because right Right. now we've got so many mediums on YouTube, of course, with podcasting, um, so I think probably that's why, you know… even the content, even Discovery Channel, the content is just like pretty boring,
1: right? Now. Yeah. So, um, any questions that you would wanna ask the next podcaster? Any questions about podcasting or anything like that? Probably the equip- equipment that they use, or probably consistency. Like, how long do they do their podcasts? Anything like
0: that? I think. I think for me is how how to, and I guess that's something I can ask you later as well. How do you for me, is how to maximize my time, or really how do you, as a podcaster, how do you maximize your time, and you know what do you, how do you find outsourcing, and because like for me, I do all the like be- before that, I used to do all my show notes, and right now, it all takes a bit of time. So, I'm more it's how can you, you, yeah, how can you do it more efficiently? Mm. Because really, for me as a podcaster, I want to just focus on getting guests mm. and not be bogged down by everything else that is associated with getting the episode out and that's where i feel right now so so yeah i think i think that's what i would ask another podcast how do they do it how do they get this stuff out Uh, and i i have even tackled monetization or Mm. things like that because that adds another level of like complexity
1: right right so
0: so yeah i think i would ask them how do you maximize your time and how do you get your episodes out, um, uh, efficiently and, and schedule it and everything. So, because I've kind of have like, um, bi-weekly sc- uh, schedule, like mm. every other week. Um, but you know, I would like to have it s- sooner, like right. every, every four or five days. But by the time I finish, like every four or five days, I will ru- have run out of guests in that sense, because... I haven't got like a, a backlog of guests, and I'm just kind of doing that as I go along. So that's I get,
1: actually a good question. Though. Yeah, never thought of it. That how, way. how do
0: you how do you schedule, and why do you schedule the way you, you know, certain podcasts are every day? And and yeah, I think that was that's probably the, the main thing that. would come Yeah, to because
1: mind. I think most of the podcasters, as we were talking about before this, I think most of the podcasters in Singapore has daytime jobs. Yeah, so exactly. That's why. Like, how do they work around it? Yeah, that's actually interesting. Exactly. So. Luke, where can the listeners find you and where can they listen to Awake Asia? Okay,
0: so um basically you can just uh, visit awakemethod.com mm-hmm. and if you want to head to the podcast page, it's awakemethod.com slash podcast. And I that's my handle on social media as well, Awake Method. And and that's really the best way way to find me and see what I'm up to. Um but yeah, that would be the number one point of reference.
1: Right. Thank you very much. I'm so happy to have you on the show. Thank Um, you. We will talk a little bit more on podcasting later. Sure thing. Thank you. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Thank you. That was the podcast show powered by pitch media asia the podcast show is where we feature the journeys of the best and upcoming podcast hosts here in asia if you want to be a part of that journey tune in to soundcloud.com slash the podcast show asia or you can contact me on linkedin to be on the show my name is shida osman